0: Hey guys, this is the C3 Church Malmo podcast. I am believing God will speak to you today and that a greater level of faith will be unlocked in your life. For more information about C3 Church, go to c3malmo.se. God bless. Yeah, so we've been in a series. Uh, a mini-series, two, two sessions anyways. So last week, Matthew preached on baptism. And like Ledea mentioned, there will be um, an opportunity in the future to get baptized. You guys can contact us. And today, I will continue on baptism. Um, yeah, so maybe if you've not been baptized and you're sitting here, maybe you're thinking, okay, so why why should I get baptized? What is up with this baptism? Um, I mean, I've given my heart to Christ. Isn't that enough? Isn't it enough to to believe in Jesus? Or maybe you're wondering, would I even go to heaven? Am I saved if I'm not baptized? Well, the answer is yes, you are saved. You are saved if you believe in Jesus. It says in um, Romans 10.9, it says, If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that he has raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. So if you believe in Jesus, you are saved. Um, but then why, why should I get baptized? Why do we even preach on baptism? Well, um, one reason is that, that Jesus did it. Jesus got baptized. And we um, Christians, it means that you are a follower of Christ. So if Jesus did it, then, I mean, that would be a good idea for us to do it as well. So that's one of the reasons. Not the only one, but the one of them. And, um, so, and also when Jesus got baptized, if we look at when he um, got baptized, um, that was the start of his ministry. So after he got baptized, that's when he actually uh, started doing what he was called to do. Um, so he started walking into his calling. Um, and I believe that is what happens when we get baptized as well. There's something, some release of authority uh, that is transferred uh, when you get baptized. And if we just stand still, the word baptism means to, um, uh, to be emerged, or another meaning for us is to, be, um, to come under the influence So, meaning that we come under the influence of Christ if we're baptized in Him. And if we just think, um, for example, my friends or the people that I hang out with, the influence that they have on my life, they influence the way maybe I think, the decisions I make, and in the end, they influence the way my life actually goes into, uh, what direction I take. So, if we come under the influence of Christ, if we put ourselves under his influence, it means that he will be the one that directs our lives like that. So he is the one that actually has the authority over our lives. And in the biblical times, if you, if you read the Bible, often when people believed in Jesus, uh, they would get baptized afterwards as well. It's almost like a sign of their commitment towards him, like they're following his teachings now. Uh, So we could say, first of all, baptism would be the first step that a believer would take after they have given their life to Christ, after they've said, okay, I believe in Jesus. It's they're identifying with him. Um, It's making us squeaking. Is it okay? Okay, so that was the first reason, um, is that it's a first step a believer would take in the biblical times and also for us. And then the second uh, thing that happens is that it has a symbolic purpose as well. And Paul speaks about this in his letters and to Romans. Uh, and so I want us to put up Romans 3, 6 there. Um, and I've actually, I'll come back to Romans 6 a few times. So we will spend some time on this passage. But Romans 6 uh, reads from 3 to 6. It says... Or, do, or have you forgotten that when you were joined with Christ um, in his baptism, you are also joined with him in his death? For when we died and were buried with Christ uh, by baptism, um, and just as Christ was raised from the dead um, with the glorious power of the Father, now we will also live um, new lives. Now since we were united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life with him. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ um, um, that, uh, and that sin has lost its power over our lives. And we no longer live as slaves to sin. So basically what this says in a nutshell, because it's quite high words, and in my own words how I would say it, is that, uh, we have it symbolizes that we have died to our sinful nature. We are basically um, putting our old man aside. We are a new person. So we coming when we are coming up out of the water. That symbolizes that we are we are rising with Christ into a new life. Um, and then that also means if we continue reading there um, in Romans six eight to nine, it says that. If we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Um, and that, that death no longer has master over us. So we have received a... Um, if I can put it in my own words, we have received authority from Christ. Um, if we um, if we come up out of that water um, and we have master over sin. Now I thought maybe of doing a little illustration, just to illustrate... Maybe that will help you. If you still don't understand, and even for me who does, I just thought this is such a good illustration. When I, when I saw this, I'm like, oh, this really explains it very well. So I'd like to show you. Um, so, basically, what it's um, I have this. Should I move to the stage? Oh, but. So I can still silence Okay, so where baptism actually comes from, um, so we already said what baptism means is that you are immersed, you, um, and we are immersed in Christ. But um, the act of the baptism, where that original word comes from, it is believed that in the ancient days they would uh, take, um die, purple dye. Now I did not have any purple dye for this illustration. I only have blue because I have boys and to bake their cakes I have blue um, dye. So this is blue. So just imagine that it is purple. Now what they would do in the olden days, they would take white cloth or white linen that was used for everyday use. Everything then was, it was white. Uh, So that was used for everyday use. They would take that and then they would dip it. So the word they they would use is they would actually baptize it into this um, uh, this purple dye. So they would take this white ordinary cloth, and they would baptize it into this purple dye. And then when it comes out, as you can see, I'm going to lift it too high, but it's it's if you can imagine, it's purple now. So this piece of cloth has now a new identity and it has a new purpose because they would use um, purple would be used as royalty. It was So this ordinary white clothing would be baptized in this dye and it would turn from white that was ordinary into a purple piece of clothing that was fit and used for royalty. So This clothing, this cloth received a new identity. It received a new purpose. Um, And that is what happens to us as well when we are baptized. We have a new identity. We are transformed with Christ. We are now a royal priesthood. Um, So we have, and again, I want to come back to that verse in Romans 6 that we've just read that we are no longer, sin no longer has master over us. We have authority from Christ. We have authority over sin. We no longer have to live as victims of our environment and as everything that comes our way. Jesus has given us authority over sin. And you actually already have this authority when you give your life to Christ. Um, So even before you get baptized, when you believe in Jesus, uh, you have this authority. But something happens... Uh, when you get baptized, like when Jesus as well, he received, that's when he was released into his ministry. Now, in, if we just read further in 2 Corinthians 5, I want us to just go to that passage. It says there that if, um, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passed away and the new has come. So here it speaks again about your old man that has passed away and a new person that you become. So it speaks about again. It's a, quite a few times in the Bible it refers to this. And what it says there is that if anyone is in Christ, so just keep that in mind. I'm going to come back to that now again. If we continue reading in Romans 6 again, so we go back to our main passage, uh, Romans 6:11. Says, count yourselves therefore dead to sin, but alive in Christ Jesus. So again, this image of that we have died to our old selves, we are dead to sin, and that we are alive in Christ Jesus. And now the word they in Christ Jesus. Now it's used a few times in Romans, in Christ. And that word actually means that we are standing. In Jesus Christ's place before God. So God looks at us as if Jesus is standing in front of him. We are standing in every place of favor before God. Um, so again, that just shows us how much authority we actually have in Christ. That, and Christ has all authority. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to Christ. And He has given authority to us. In Ephesians 2, 6, it said, says, God has raised us up with Christ. Again, we are raised up with Christ. And we are seated with Him in the heavenly realms, uh, in Christ Jesus. So we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. We have authority so much more than what we can imagine. And I wish I could just get just how much authority I actually have in Christ. I think my life, I would live my life so much uh, differently. And um, so that's what I want you to uh, today, to believe today. Um, and I think it's a journey for us to slowly but surely trust God more, believe more that what he's actually given to us and what is actually available to us in Christ. And then I want us to just to turn for a moment uh, away from our scripture to John uh, uh, John 1.12. I want to show you something there as well. It says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, and gave, he's given the right to become children of God. So again, yeah, if, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are saved and you have the right to become children of God. You don't have to do anything. Um, I just think I need to say this You do not have to do anything To receive salvation It is free Jesus Christ has done it So there's nothing that you need to do Besides from believing in Jesus Christ If you believe in Jesus You are saved You don't have to do anything I tend to want to work for You know People to like me And God to like me But you don't have to do anything Uh, This is a free gift That he has given you um, and he says that he has given you the right To become children of God And the word there, right um, In Greek Now, Yvonne is not here She would be able to help me Pronounce the Greek Is she Yeah. Oh, good Maybe you can help me What is the Greek word for right? Exousias. I don't know if I say that correct. Yes <laughs> So if you heard it um, So that word in Greek actually means that... I don't know if it's up on the... No, I sent it too late to them. But um, that word means... It's a whole list of what that word actually means. I'm just going to read a few of them. I'm not going to go through the whole list. But you have power of choice. It means that you have physical and mental power. Uh, The power of authority and the right the power to rule governments, um, and over all mankind, you have power over jurisdictional decisions, uh, over managing domestic affairs. And the list goes on of the power that we have in Christ. And then it says, "and it's a sign of legal authority, a crown. So that word right, you have the right to become children of God. There's so much power that you receive um, and our dominion that we have comes from God. He has all authority, and He has chosen to give us that authority. It's like um, a police officer. That police officer is wearing a uniform, and that shows that he is have authority, right? So he has authority because he wears this uniform. and um, we have authority. Uh, in Christ because we wearing his uniform we've been dyed purple in Christ so we have received authority from God uh, um, so and again we already have that authority when you believe in Jesus we just need to start walking in it so I want to challenge you today, today to start walking in it ask God to help you uh, to do this And I think if we only grasp just how much uh, we actually have in Christ, like I said, I think we would live differently. Uh, We are standing before God in in Christ's place. We have favor before God. And I can't explain it, um, but um, baptism, uh, there is something that happens in the spiritual realm when you get baptized. And I still don't know how to explain it. I can just tell my testimony of what has happened to me. So, again, I want to ask that question that I started with. Why should I get baptized? You might be wondering, why should I get baptized? Now, I'll tell you my testimony. You decide. Uh, and if God puts it on your heart, you can come to speak to us after, afterwards. But why did I get baptized? Now, it was at, I was at university, This was quite a few years ago, almost 20, 20, more than 20 years ago, my goodness. Um, And uh, so, and uh, yeah, so I was at university and I went to a, um, a, everywhere I read in the Bible, I was reading about baptism. And for some reason, I just felt like, oh, I needed to get baptized. I felt, oh, God, saying to me, I need to get baptized. And I had such a hunger for God. I wanted more of God. I was frustrated, if you can say it like that. I just felt like I don't see the miracles they talk about in the Bible in the church. I don't see, I don't feel God in my life. I wanted more of God. Uh, and I was so hungry for God. And I was searching for God. And, and everywhere in the Bible I read, it's just... Baptism felt like it was just popping out And I felt, oh, maybe I should get baptized then Maybe that will help Uh, So I started reading up about this baptism And there's so many contradicting I don't know if you go and you read up about baptism There's so many contradicting voices out there um, And opinions about baptism So I was so confused, I didn't know what to do I went to speak One of the voices that was so contradicting Is One of the pastors that was um, pastoring a local church in that little student town that I was um, living in. So I went to speak to him and I asked him I wanted to get baptized. And he said to me, um, uh, I would be sinning if I get baptized because I was sprinkled and christened or had baby baptism. So when I was a child, my parents... um, Uh, Took me for baby baptism And he said If I get baptized Then I would be sinning Uh, I would be throwing God's promise back into his face So I uh, didn't want to do that That's the last thing I wanted to do Uh, Because they believe that um, If you uh, They believe that baptism came in the place of circumcision So when uh, Jewish boys Um, They would be circumcised at eight days Showing that they are a part of God's covenant So it's almost like being accepted into God's family They are circumcised at eight days But uh, Christians don't do that anymore So what they believed is that this um, uh, uh, christening came in the place of baptism That's what they would do um, and that's why his uh, argument was that I've already received this. I would be throwing God's promise back into his face, and I didn't want to do it. But I felt like I needed to get baptized. So I asked God, and I want to encourage you, if you ever don't know what to do, just ask God what to do. Don't ask people, ask God. And what God said to me was, well, Um, He mostly speaks to me through the Word, uh, many other ways as well, but I would say most of the time through reading the the Word. And I was reading the Bible, and then for some reason I just had this thought, wait a minute, Jesus was Jewish, right? He he was a Jewish guy, a Jewish boy. So that means he must must have been baptized, or sorry, christened, not christened now. What is it? Circumcised? Yes, exactly. He must have been circumcised at eight days. And then he was also, when he was bigger, he was baptized by John the Baptist. Just the I decided, well, if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. I'm going to get baptized. So four days later, uh, that first Sunday, I was baptized. Um, uh, there was a lot of, uh, my, many people did not agree with me. So I had yeah many people were not so glad about that. Um, so I really had to want to do that. So I got baptized, and when I came out um, up out of the water, I didn't feel any different. I felt exactly the same. There was no heaven that opened, no voice that said anything. I felt exactly the same. But um, looking back on my life, I can see how my life has changed from that day onwards. Because uh, I've had a lot of time to do... Um, um, thinking about my past i 'm writing a book, so you sit still and you think a lot uh, about what has happened uh, if you 're writing things down and um, through this, I saw a red thread of what, uh, how God has worked in my life, and I can pinpoint it to it all started that day when I was baptized, so something happened that day that I, when I was baptized that I cannot explain, but I know that um I've just received so much more authority from Christ or from God that day. I truly became alive that day uh, when I was um, baptized. And also, um, I think I just need to say that that it, it's not going to be all wonderful and fantastic. Um, so I don't promise you that all your worries will be over when you do this. Um, yeah, maybe I'll just tell you about my um, experience has not been like that. Um, and it's only by the grace of God that I'm standing here today. Because when, when I came up out of that water, they handed me a microphone to say something. And what I said I just came out, and when I heard it, I, I was almost shocked by my own words. Because I knew these words had power. There was something in these words that were true. And I said, I'm going your way no matter what. And in my life, those who know me, I've had many difficult times. I've I've been paralyzed. I've been almost dead. I have lost my twins. Uh, We have been through so much, and I would not be able to keep this promise that I've made that day if it wasn't for the grace of God um, because it's impossible, So, because it's because of Jesus and because of His grace that I was able to keep that promise and keep on going and walking in His ways. Um, So, it's all because of Him, so not because of me, but something happened that day when I got baptized and I became alive in Christ. Um, And so, I've had many troubles, but still, um, even though I've had all those difficult times, there's been like supernaturally good times, actually, that I cannot explain. Um, So I became alive that day. And I want to invite you to completely surrender to him, uh, to the point where he can raise you up and he can make you completely alive, completely alive. He can transform your life and make you a new person. So that is my invitation to you today: to lay down your life, to just surrender everything to Him, and let Him raise you up. And you don't know what the future is going to hold, but He is going to be right there with you, and it is going to be you're going to live your best life with Him. So I would want, uh, yeah, I want to just invite you to think about that, pray about that. and uh, speak to God about that. And there's always a, um, there's always, God is so big, there's always more to Him. It doesn't matter where you are, what stage you are of your life, there's always something that we can lay down. There's always something more we can learn about Him. So I want to challenge you to whatever it is today, to lay that down and let Him rise you up, let, let Him raise you up today. So let's pray. Oh, the bad can shit just come up for me please and I'll start praying majesty oh, just. majesty your grace has found me just as I am in the presence of your majesty you are so great and so awesome, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you have come and found me just as I am with all my failures and all my, my, my faults, Lord. That you have accepted me, Lord. That you have set me free and that you have made me a new person. That you have raised me up with Christ and that I am seated in the heavenly places with him, Lord. I thank you that you have given me authority, Um, And I just thank you for this amazing grace and this amazing opportunity and this authority that you've given me, this undeserving, um, yeah... uh just this undeserving um, opportunity, not opportunity, but this right to be your child, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that I can come freely to you with whatever that's on my heart, that you know this already, that you love me just as I am, that I'm accepted and that I'm set free. And I pray that you'll help us, Lord, in our walk with you to believe in You, to believe the authority that You have given us, Lord, and to start walking in that in Jesus' name.